Find out why more and more people are betting with Betfred. They make betting on sports super easy. Betfred's new app makes it super simple to place your bet and even offers protection like bad beat bonuses. College basketball, NBA, NHL, MMA, and motorsports. Download the Betfred app today on the Apple and Google Play stores. This is the Doc Talk Podcast presented by Betfred Sports 2024, Episode 1. And a happy new year. We are back at it. You know, in the olden days, way back when, when we first started this little shindig, Dr. Rob and I would only podcast during the season. We'd start around August, go all the way through. And then last year, we started doing something a little bit different, Dr. Rob. And that was, why not Why not go year-round? Go year-round. Let's do YouTube. Let's... We are every. We are multimedia. We are a media machine, is what we are. So last year, it's, it's like Owen likes to hear us say, "Yeah, content." Yes, we're content, we're content creators. And, and you know, uh, without Owen, o- it, Owen hates the term content. He's a visionary, though. He's yeah. made this whole thing happen. And we're gonna I, have- I, I got a couple. Of, I got some sons of my own that don't like particular words, <laughs> like legacy. <laughs> Well, so, so, so Owen's content might be Caleb's <laughs> legacy. There we go. Yeah, that voice you hear, of course, last January we started doing the offseason, bringing people into the basement. Because we think the basement's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is cool. And, uh, you know. Well, it's, I got to be honest. It's kind of weird when you say it. Yeah. And if you were down here before, I, I call it the Owen transformation. Yeah. Because, like, 90% of what you see Owen did everything. So I 100% believe and I, that. And talk, Kids are typically smarter like, than their parents. Well, and I'm talking carpet, walls. How about the soundproof? little soundproof? Yeah, case? all of that. That's Owen. That's Owen. Now, that's you, Owen. You've been in the, in, in, and Damon Benning, by the way, is our guest. And, and Damon's here because of social media pressure. Somebody threw <laughs> No shit here. This is the funny yeah, thing. Yeah, real talk. Is that uh, somebody threw it on Dr. Rob's Twitter page that you and Greg Sharp should should come up. Uh, I like just one at a time because it's easier to have a conversation that way. And Greg and I go way back. We did Creighton games together. He's amazing. Uh, he, he's, he's a super cool dude. And hopefully you, you can talk to him, maybe get him up. He's He's a, he's a good dude. Uh, slip a note the rule, too. We've been working on that. Don't you think that rule would be cool yeah, in the basement? Yeah, I just talked to him, too. So, yeah, like, he's he's right for the pickings because li- things are good in rule land. I see. I like that. Damon's just like, yeah, I just talked yeah. to rule. I, I, I just talked to him. I don't talk to mean him. to say it like that. <laughs> it's just right. like, but here's the thing. You're in the program, and so that's your... That's your day to day existence. You got a shout out on recruiting day. I need to thank Damon Benning, Rashawn Jackson. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. He he threw me into some weird company, but like he did call on the way to to vacationing uh, about an hour after that. So and Caleb was with me, so I had I was like, hey. Don't say a word or get out of the car because this is Coach Rule and I'm going to take the call. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been in broadcasting for a while. What I was happy about because we were talking about just the basement and it's kind of weird, but it's, it's got a kind of a cool connotation to it, right? Yep. And, and well, well, I hope so. I hope it's turning into more sort of like a, yes, it's like podcast speakeasy. But uh, except it's bright lights. What, what, what made me happy was Damon's like, "This is legit down here." It is. <laughs> yeah, like I'm. Been a lot of places, right? <laughs> Done a lot of bad things. It's better than most radio stations. This thing is fantastic. Thank you. It the the temp is great. The the multi camera, the the soundproof walls. Like it, this is this is legit. Again, Owen Justice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Justice Productions. I saw Damon about a couple weeks ago. We were at his uh, mutual friend's Christmas party. Yeah. And he walks in, and it was Brian Cobbs who runs uh, Abraham, Abraham Catering. Catering. 
And he walks in and goes, hey, man, what's up? I was about ready to avoid you for like six months. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I didn't know this because Caleb's committed to Nebraska. Yeah. His number two choice was was Iowa. Yeah. I had it, no idea. Yeah, it was really, really hectic. Down the stretch, it was Iowa and K-State and and even Coach Woods. Um, like right after they, they kicked the winning field goal against um, Nebraska. And he sent a text. They couldn't have been on the bus yet because I'm doing the fifth quarter breakdown on the Husker Radio Network. And he's like, hey, man, tough one. You know, Coach Rule, you got the right guy. Um Congratulations! the The future looks bright, and he's the same coach that texted uh, Caleb and I congratulations when Caleb committed online. And I text him back because I mean, Lavar, he is a he's a real deal, man. Stud. Like he's dangerous. He, he <laughs> like, that's a full, great like, way to put it. Listen, for like full disclosure, he is he's unbelievable, right? So. Um, and we talk about a lot of things other than just sports because we, we, you know, he knows a lot of people. He's got family at Westside. Uh, and so we talk a ton. And, you know, he was like, hey, you know, any chance Caleb holds off his commitment signing day in December? So I kind of laughed. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so then it just got into like other things about what you want for your kids. Cause his son is his oldest son and runs track and plays football is highly recruited too. And we saw him at the rivals or at under armor top Two Fifty camp in Kansas city last summer. And he's just a guy that I hit it off with, but just the way that they do things and people get mad at me. It's it. I've, it's no, it's, I it's totally never, get it's, it, it's so, never really calmed yeah. down since Noah fan. Right, because he's practically family, and everybody's like, "Well, you know, fan announced on your show that he was going to Iowa, and you're pro Iowa." Because I don't badmouth Iowa, I don't like, I, I you you know, I I don't, because I know kind of behind the scenes what's yeah. going on. Tyler Barnes, great, you know, Levar Woods, great, Hodges, great. Ferentz is the salt of the earth, man. Listen, it's about dude. as honest as he comes. There so, was, well, and, and by the way, see, I've already made everybody listening to this podcast pissed because everybody gets mad because they're like, "Oh, you we're do talking, talking about Iowa." Iowa. Yeah. So but, I, w- but I will say this: I will say the one thing that kept Iowa in the hunt down the stretch was Coach Ferentz said uh, right away because they barely give offers, right? Like they yeah. don't give like pressure offers and. He wanted us to come they down. They don't do the non-committable nope. offers. Nope. If they offer, it's legit. If it's not, you like they're not offering. And so we sat in his office, and we went with some studs. Like both Rezacs were there. Um, like it, we kind of did it. Spady, we did like a. You do understand that? I mean, and, and I know like Spadies and Rezacs. I mean, these are people that my kids have played with over the years. Yeah. They're probably sitting there going, it's like, yeah, we went to Iowa with some studs. Yeah, Caleb Benning was with us. Yeah, so, but yeah, that goes both ways. Right. So, just throwing that out there. And they said, hey, um, I know you didn't drive. Can can we meet after? And I said, well, that's cool, but like, I'm with DJ and, you know, what are we going to do with the guys? And they go, well, you can just kill some time, but Coach Ferentz just wants to meet with Caleb. So, uh, I'm on I'm on DJ's watch and and I want to be respectful because like that guy is like my lifeblood right <laughs> like the the new improved DB version has a lot to do with DJ Rezac but anyway and so when Coach Ferentz was in there talking and they made the offer and and he said listen at the end of the day 
I just, I'm going to tell you this. And he's a Steelers fan, so we really hit it off early. Because, you know, he grew up in Pennsylvania. Yep. A lot one, of people one, decided who would take the Penn State job if whatever came open. 100%. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I did not know yeah. that. So there's yeah. two things that he said that really won me over early. Number one, he told Caleb, he said, a lot of coaches throughout this recruiting process are going to ask you what you can do for them, right? Like, how can you enhance their program? He said, just focused on what the program can do for you because they're going to tell you a lot of things you want to hear. So make sure you consult with people that are close to you. Do you have people that are close to you? And, you know, Caleb has his answer. And so that really, I'm like, that's pretty cool. You don't hear that very, very often. And the other thing that he said was we were talking about if I struggle because of my job, like being in media, at that time I was working pretty good with the Big Ten Network. And so we got into expansion because expansion hadn't started yet. They hadn't made it official about UCLA, USC, and certainly not Oregon and Washington. And he said, you know, I ought to be getting your opinion. And I said, well, why is that? And he said, well, he said, you know, it's all about television. He's like, they they pay us a lot of money with these television deals to, to do what we do. So ultimately, I'm not going to lose sleep over what we do with conference expansion because I can't affect the outcome. He said, it's a lot of wasted energy. He said, ultimately, television is going to dictate what happens. And I felt like for the dean and kind of the czar and this guy that is, you know, there's this there's this reverence for what he says. I was, I was shocked that he was still... He just knew. He 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 knew like what it was about. At the end of the day, for as much pull and as much stroke and as much reverence as he had, he knew ultimately it was going to boil down to the television dollar. And he said, you know, they pay us a lot of money, so I'm not going to lose sleep over negative energy. He said, I'm just going to tell you, like, I'm not, or I wouldn't be excited about coming back from Pasadena or Los Angeles at, at four in the morning with our schedule. But who am I to complain? I want to conserve my energy for what's important. And so those two things gave me just a snapshot into his personality. You know, it's interesting because Rob and I have had this conversation before, and maybe it's because I was lucky enough to be around Coach Osborne, which, by the way, did you guys both get the email that he sent out? Was that a true email that yeah. was floating around? Mm-hmm. Um, I told this to Rob. I said, they're not the same, but they remind me of each other. Mm-hmm. It just it, maybe it's just age, wisdom, twenty five years being able through that. But there's there's some similarities there. They're, Osborne they're, much they're, better offensively. Uh, yeah, and but, I, but, <laughs> both, both guys that would like take their time and get them all, and not sprint down and yeah. just get one. Well, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> it, yeah, it is. They're well, both very analytical. Um, it, two guys trying to do things the right way. I, I really believe 100%. that. So, Ferentz, so here's the the back. Ferentz recruited me to Iowa when I was coming out of high school yeah. because he was the O line coach there at the time, yeah. and uh, I hadn't talked to him in probably geez, 20, twenty years or more. Yeah, couple of decades. Yeah. Fast forward to two years ago. Univ- uh, was it Linderbaum? L- Linderbaum, who's a Pro Bowler this year. Yeah, so. Uh, All American Center at Iowa gets the um, Dave wins the Dave Remington Trophy. I go down. Um, Aaron Graham gets the was Teddy it the, Grahams the the uh, the Ford Gerald R Ford Award. Yeah, the Gerald R Ford Ford Award. 
Brendan Stye was going to do the introductory speech for Aaron. Stye comes down with COVID mm-hmm. like two days before. They're like, crap, we need somebody else to jump in. Rob, can you do it? And imagine how long that introductory speech was. Oh, it I was know. long. It the was slow not, motion. So you, was know the, not you know the funny thing about him referencing Stye? So until I got to Nebraska, and maybe even to this day, although I did see Orlando Pace in, in Wisconsin because we met him on, a, on an unofficial visit, Stye and Rob were the two biggest people that I had ever seen in person. They still are, <laughs> by the way. So, and, and, and Rob is considerably smaller than he's ever been since I've known him. So Skinny. like, you got you to think day one, I mean, he's 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six. He's, he's 335 pounds, and Stye is this equally as big, a little bigger upper body. He didn't have Rob's legs, but um, I would see... You know, Rob was really smart. He talked slow and used a ton of big deliberate, words. Deliberate. I like that. Uh, metho- you know, like deliberate. intentional. Let's say, let's say intentional. Okay. <laughs> and Stye was this big guy that rode like a 12-speed. So he had these itty-bitty skinny tires, and he never drove. So I would see these giant people, and I'm like, stereotypically, like coming from where I was coming from, like they're supposed to be kind of slow and, and, and not very smart. And these guys just would like pump wisdom and they would use these terms and they would talk and it was just like, all right, DB, your dad always told you, be slow to speak, quick to listen, be slow to speak, quick to listen. But I'd never seen people that, that big in person. And to this day, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So back in, I don't know if these have even been released. We recorded three, what pipeline podcast in here. We had Graham. Zadiscus. He, Graham was the small guy. Yeah. yeah. We had Wilkes. The only one that didn't show up was Weaker. Wilkes was the smart. small guy. I, I mean, the brain power. I mean, you had these big old lugs, yep. and I'm like, the brain power was just it, sick. I, 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 was, I was captivated, and it was such a good balance then because we had like these young kind of know-it-all guys, and then we had like these older slow it down, let's do it this way kind of guys. And it just turned out to be the perfect blend. Like it was, it was unbelievable. So I understand you don't drink beer. You're drinking. Yeah. I've got my Yeti. I got a little peach Waterloo and I, I, I I like some beer, but I can only drink like one and then I'm good for maybe a couple of months. So (laughs) it just makes me feel sluggish. This week we're drinking uh, some Kentucky beer and we got the Kentucky pumpkin barrel and the Kentucky bourbon barrel. Owen got these. He was just down in Kentucky. He was at Rupp Arena. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, the brewery you went to? Is it just called Kentucky? No, I think it's called Lexington uh, Brewing and Distillery. God, he's even got a cool voice. (laughs) So can can I I ask him every time? Owen sounds great. He does. He's he's got a he's got a podcast radio <laughs> voice. So what is it? Because I got a good buddy, Oklahoma Tyler, he, beer connoisseur, has the app. Like, is very very particular about beer. He like he thinks Zipline is a tailgating beer. Like, and he doesn't go anywhere near like any of other any other beers. And so I always ask him. I, I mean, what, for the what, for your Lincoln beers, Corn Coast. Corn coast. So, Corn coast. So, so here's the thing, though. What is it about these beers the, the last couple of years where they do the barrel age thing now? Well, because where now, they taste like because whiskey you, or bourbon. Because you've got all these because bar- those can only be used once, and so you can't reuse a bourbon barrel. 
And so you're like, like by law, by law, by law. So you've got. So what happened? Like, so whatever it's filled with. Yeah. What happens when you're done? Well, you bottle it, and then you sit there with the barrel. And instead of throwing it out, you go, "Oh, let's put beer in there." And I think oh, you can use okay. those barrels a couple times. Okay. Yeah. So th- there's actually one of my favorite. So, okay, this is getting there's rabbit holes here. We can go down. Yeah. Um, there's and don't ask how we started. Here's the like other, a rabbit, here's the other guy, rabbit hole. Coffee. Yeah. I'm a coffee guy. I am not. I drink coffee like, uh, oh my God. It's Dude, you guys are coffee. Oh, yeah. God, you know the coffee you gave us uh, at Christmas? Gone. It's if, gone. Yeah. If it's brown, there's, more? there's a 99.9% chance I don't drink it. Not hot chocolate, like, not tea, like not brown beer. stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for the armor. Um, so <laughs> he's gotten away with that for almost twenty years. Yeah. So anyway, so one of my one of our like I say my but one of our favorite coffee places in the world is this place down in uh, it's East Point, Florida, and it's called Bayside Coffee Company. Um, you probably got to have they, like, like a lot of money and vacation and do that kind of thing. Cause well, once in a while, I, once yeah, in a okay, while, I but there, I haven't been to Florida since the orange. Bowl. <laughs> okay. Now keep in mind, <laughs> why go back? You won the By MVP. the way, keep in mind, this is panhandle Florida, Stop. which is not Florida. You still got to get there. It's South Georgia. Oh, whatever. It's South you Georgia. You didn't drive. You probably flew. Dude, my kid goes to school. Well, went to school. They graduated last month. Yeah. So. Which actually, she leaves tomorrow to drive back. So. so, so Ryan used to tell me she's like the brains of the bunch. Yeah, she's. They're all weirdly smart, like all three of them. They they come from your sperm. No, I'm thinking, I, mean, I mean, let's be honest here. I'm so, it's do, you, do you know where I see Ryan? So. Where we're when we're not playing or training, or I'm cheering for him at Augustana, at the Lego store. Yeah, and so he and my youngest hit it off. Now, how many do you have? So I have four. I have two okay. girls, two boys. Okay. So I have I have Westland, I have Nebraska, I have Westside Middle, and I have Prairie Lane at Westside. Uh, so it's 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 18, 17, 14, 5. And Ryan would see Micah, my my middle school, yeah. over Legos. So Ryan and I, I, I like the fact that the reason he and I got close is because he's uh, eccentric isn't the word, but he's just, he's, um, he's kind of his own guy. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, he wasn't afraid to get dirty. He's kind of messy. He did things his own way. And so I like individuals. So he was telling me this story one day. I said, Hey Ryan, I said, what are you doing before the playoffs? And he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the Lego store. And I said, do you like Legos? I said, my little guy loves Legos. He goes, yeah, I, I've, I've been saving. And so, like, full disclosure, like, this is podcast, right? Full, full disclosure, you think Zadisco, you think, like, anesthesiologist, like, Jen's a genius. You're thinking, you could get whatever you want. Like, the world is your oyster. But he said, I've been saving my own money, and I'm going to go to get this Lego set. It was a Star Wars set. So and Those I, are about three, 400 bucks a pop. Listen, I asked, cheap. Boy, I, asked him about, I asked him about the pieces and it was over 4,000 pieces. So then I was super hooked. I'm like, how, who has the attention span to do this? I said, how long does this take you? Because it depends on how much free time I have. Sometimes two days. Sometimes I can do it at a night. It just depends on if I want to stay up. But I like to make sure I get it right. And I said, well, who 
He goes, that's why I'm looking for it used. He wanted it used. He didn't want like the the brand that's new That's his father, by the way. Because it was hard, which I appreciated even more. <laughs> and he said, and I said, well, where do you get the directions? Because sometimes they don't come with directions. And he said, that's what YouTube is for. So he basically, and this is like three years ago, he basically taught me like what you could do on YouTube, fixing your garage, uh, build Legos. Like he's like, just YouTube. He goes, Coach Manning, you know they have videos for everything now. You just have to be direct with your search. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> oh my god! If you're so, if you're not a status guy, I don't know who is. See, here's here's the thing. So, okay, I'm I am convinced one hundred percent. None of us are sane. Well, None I know. Of us are, so quote, I unquote, tell normal. people you're not, yeah. but people say well, you're in the health business. So you have yeah, to be no, I'm no, like, no, no, no. no he's not. Yeah, I, said, not. I said, this dude is, he's nuts. I got my hang up. So everybody does though. So everybody need, everybody's got, I, I, I everybody's got their therapy. <laughs> everybody's got what makes them functionable on a day-to-day level. Mm-hmm. This the, podcast is, is, my, is my therapy. Yeah. Honestly, God, I, I mean, I, I, and the radio show I do every day. It's just, it's just. Uh, yeah. And it's, I mean, it, it's one of these things where there's like low key functional alcoholics. That's their that, therapy. That's kind of me. There's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like beer. I mean, full disclosure. Yeah, like, so. If I would have had like gin or vodka here, yeah. that would have been better. So not gin. Okay. But 100% vodka. Really? Okay. 100%. Okay. What I kind of drink vodka? Two, um, so my, my favorite? Yeah. Chopin. No idea what that is. It's a potato vodka. It's totally fine. Is uh, it all vodka, potato vodka? Yes, but it's the number of times it's the it's the distilled. Okay. It's the number of times it's distilled. Well, so I like that in tequila. All right. Either Reposado or Silver or Blanco for some. Uh, how about rum? No, I don't drink anything. Dark. That's brown though. Not even Bacardi. Like the yeah. Light oh, stuff. The, okay. So I use I've every few years I go down to Guatemala for medical mission trips. Yeah, allegedly in air quotes. It happens. Guatemala. We're actually overthrowing governments, but um, <laughs> medical mission trips. You the, and the Hondurans on the surface. It's <laughs> stick it's like, to sport. It's like a we bad, don't do that uh, here. It's like a oh my god. Anyway, um, but no. Anyway, did you get shots? Everybody's got a therapy, uh-huh. and it's interesting because it's like my therapy. It's it's like. Podcasting, coffee, beer, and uh, there's one other thing. Travis knows what it is, but um, so for me, it's probably alone time. Like I, I enjoy being by myself. Oh, see, that's intro. I mean, there's kind of the whole introvert thing here, but it's one of those. See, I'm an empath, so yeah. I'm kind of like the reluctant being crowds guy. I, I, I feel what other people are feeling, so I can like sense and smell BS. But the downside of that is I've, I learned to play like the public game, but it's not my jam. So you're, yeah. you're an introvert extrovert. I, 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 gr- the, I grocery shop are, at weird times. Like, dude, you were good like at, at the public at game, though. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, now here's the thing. I, 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 I knew it. Unfortunately, like for, this whole, like over the last 20 years, I knew I was going to like TJ more than I should. Because yeah. the first time I met him, Kind of debated a little bit. We were in what I mean, West Stadium, you, okay, 
watching him practice kind of under the awning and like he was just so snarky and i was like and i'm insecure and super childish i was like what is this is he making fun of me or is this just his personality but over time i it's just kind of your personality yeah like you push it's funny it's we, we just did our strategic planning in uh in Kansas City, and for the company I work for, and that we had to sit like front and center of the say, what, "What do people admire about you?" Like, you're like the most authentic person. One hundred percent. What you see is what you get. Wait, so, so that's what I'm drawn to. That's what I'm drawn. Like, Come I on, love. You think I'm full of shit? No, I, know. I don't. I, I love I authenticity. Like, just let me know, and I'll figure out whether it's for me or not. Yeah. Just there don't. Are, there are. Few, don't mess with me. There are few people on this planet. Who one hundred percent do not give a rat's ass what they think about them you, you, more than me, more than Travis. You, you, what, know, like you Travis know, the, you know, Coach Rule is number one. He just doesn't strength. care. You know, is like if he went to Gallup and took a strength find, his authenticity is through the roof. Okay, so he's not always going to say the right what you think is the right yeah. thing, or just going to be what it is. Him. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah, I and which and you have to be very secure to thing, be around. So him. I remember talking to your wife about the fact, and this was Travis. He did the Gallup strengths testing, which I'm kind of scared to take it myself because I'm, I'm I'm like worried what it'll say about me. But it like the one thing it said was that it was this. And and it's interesting how the Gallup strengths test puts this out there because the way it put it out there was your level of compassion was essentially non-existent. Zero. Empathy was my last one. Zero. It's not that I don't, it's I, not I, that I, you I, don't I believe that. But I it's not that, that you. you don't care, but you're also one of these people who will He's be He's just like, pretty pragmatic. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. There are stuff you and I totally disagree about. Absolutely, but that, it, that I'm just like, but it's one of those. I'm going to still come drink beer in your basement because, yeah, fuck it, I know where I stand. You know what? More people still need to do. I grew up in a small town of 485 people, and we're not going to get into politics today. But you know what? The greatest time was you'd go down to the bar in the morning where they serve coffee, and all the farmers sat around. And they yelled at each other over politics and religion and, and the price of corn. <laughs> the, but, but they the went, showed not, up every single morning yeah. and the, had coffee. The it was, stuff you're so, not so your equivalent to would be like my barbershop. Like yeah. that's why I like the barbershop. Yeah, I mean, not everybody's good. You don't. Ha- you can there, there, there's CNN. There's Fox. There's the conspiracy channel on YouTube. There's the Tin Oil the hat guys. Uh, I love it. This is as much politics I'm going to talk today. The only thing I hate about politics today is. Don't tell me what team I have to be on. Let me, I, I can be on any yep. team I want to be on. That's it. And why can't it just be about issues? Yeah. Why does it have to be about a side? Yeah. Which actually, I'm, I got to circle back here for a second. Okay. Bourbon barrels. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, we tangented like so, 10 so minutes hold ago. On, hold on, bourbon on real quick. So, Owen, tell everybody what Is you're doing math, in Lexington. Like cosine and tangent. Oh, and what's the other one? So, tell everybody what you're doing That's in Lexington. Sine, Kentucky. cosine, and tangent. Yeah. I was, uh, we went down there. We drove to Lexington to see uh, a concert where Tyler Childers. Which, which by the way, it cracks me up that like Owen will just randomly like, hey, we're just, gonna, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to drive to Nashville and back. <laughs> I'm going to drive to to Louisville and back. He went to Le- he was in Rupp Le- Arena. Yeah, I'm going to go to Lexington and back. For Tyler Childers and Shovels and Rope. That's a pretty Which, good show. By the way, oh god, love Tyler Childers. 
how was the show, Owen? Yeah, it was fantastic. One, probably the best show of the year. So, but, so instead just, of the year. So, by the <laughs> way, the Rob, uh, the pumpkin, 10%. Um, yeah, so, wait, I, by volume. Dude, the freaking yeah. bourbon barrel ale 10% is like 8.2. Yeah. yeah, is what? So, so oh, wait yeah. a minute. So like, And I you, hate pumpkin beer, and I'm like, I can't even taste the pumpkin So when you go over get the flights alcohol. and stuff, don't they make that? They'd have to put that in the baby flight, right? Like you couldn't get like a regular glass. Of oh, it would be. It, it would be a. They they would give you an eight ounce glass. Yeah, or a it'd four be ounce the glass. little tulip glass. Yeah, tulip. Yeah, tulip. Oh, right. Anyway, oh, you were saying great show. <laughs> so tell us about the beer. Okay, yeah. So uh, I you'll have to. I forget all the uh, history of this brewery and distillery, but it's some guy from Ireland who started it. And nice. uh, so basically, what they do is they have this bourbon there. Um, and like you were saying, the, uh, in, in Kentucky, go figure. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Odd. Um, and you know, bourbon has to be made in a new uh, barrel that's been burned. So what they do with the bourbon barrels after is they put their red ale into the barrel, let it uh, let the bourbon that's in the wood seep out into the beer, and that's how they get the bourbon barrel. Uh, gotcha. Beer there. Ten percent. Which by ABV the way, yeah. Which by the beer. way, it's delicious. Um, and I'm not a pumpkin ale guy. That is not my thing. Is it part of the pumpkin like, head? It's not that. I it's just, not even pumpkin-y. It's not. It has like zero pumpkin yeah. flavor at all. That's what's weird right. about it. Um, the coffee. So Bayside yeah. Coffee Company. Boy, you just did a full circle here, man. I know, but I, it's like I keep trying to come back to this to finish this. So I like how lo- you can put a, a pen in your thoughts. It's a loose end. You know what? I told you to book two hours. Now you know why. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. It's a loose end. Yeah, so so I full disclosure, he said 90 minutes to two hours. I said, I've done media for 20 years. At Who no point it? has anybody ever said... Book ninety minutes to two hours for a podcast, unless you can't. Okay, you got to start. You got to start following. Uh, so one of my favorite podcasts is Hardcore History with a guy named Dan Carlin. Oh gosh, Hardcore History, like real history, like like real stuff, like so Stalin do, and Putin. Yeah, so and, he will do like oh geez, the bro. Roman destruction of what the is, Celtic what Empire. Is wrong with you? And it'll be like nine hours. No, seriously, of like what is wrong with you? Like how is that remotely? Uh, Interesting. I am 100% And who convinced. are you sharing with what you know? Like, so here's no, the thing. Just, this no, is no, no, just entertainment for myself. Stop, though. Here's the thing. You can only enjoy that by yourself. Like, uh, why yeah. is that your jam? Hey, I know what I bring to the table. You're not telling the gym. You're like, hey, you know alone. what? With the Ottoman Empire, I'm going to tell you. If they just would have kept those boys alive until 13 as opposed to 11, boy, that Ottoman Empire would. I mean, she's going to look at you like, like I Rob, don't, why, I like, don't talk who are about we this. having these conversations like, I'm listening with? to this one time I remember, and I had Ryan in the car with me. Oh, my gosh. And he just, even he's like, for the love of all that's holy, Dad, what the hell are you listening right, to? Like, like, where's your sphere of influence? Like, hey. It's like this. So is let's say you're driving down to Destin, right? Or uh, yeah. you guys go that have you know discretionary income. <laughs> and listen, so I tell you, I, I had this podcast on books. Man, I the, oh my god, I could not believe Genghis Khan. Like so, this like his empire and the way that he conquered these lands. Like, who are you sharing that? with? I don't nobody. But see, so what? Fun is that because it's Every, interesting because to he me. just dropped it right now. It's fun for him right now to go. This is how smart I am. It's not that I'm but, just but how is, like how is that 
beneficial. Like you could all is permissible, but how is that beneficial? It's entertainment. Are you going to gonna go on Jeopardy? No, this is entertainment. So you just keep it in that big old. Hey, Madu- how long, how long have you known Rob? Since I was seventeen years okay. old. Okay. Since you're 17 years old. So 32 years. years. For 32 years, who's been the smartest guy in the room? Rob. Okay. Yeah, 100%. This is just, this is my entertainment. Okay, anyway, Bayside Coffee Company. They do. Oh, my God. They do coffee with it. So they, they buy from local distilleries in southern Georgia. They buy the bourbon barrels. After they've been used, can only be used one time. So did you just pull a guy to the side and you said, "Hey, so so they like, do what's a bourbon... the byproduct of this business?" Yeah, so they so they buy the barrels, oh, and it's like the the bourbon companies sell the barrels now. So this is a freaking commodity now. Used bourbon barrels are a commodity. So the coffee companies, including Bayside Coffee Company, buy them. They do a dark roast. Put the roasted coffee beans in these barrels, age them for like a freaking year, stir it up once a month, and then they bag up the coffee and sell it. And it's this dark... And it's really good because I just I'm had out. a pound Yeah. I just I'm had out. a pound I, I, I get some of it for you. I got to be careful with it because I got some for myself. I mean, obviously, the alcohol is long gone, but the bourbon flavor is heavily in that coffee. Yeah. And so you'll, I got some, made made a big old, I go through probably about, I, I drink usually about 32 ounces of coffee a day. Jeez, man. Because I'm normal. Oh, right. And I'm with you. I do. Yeah. That. It's like, well, I don't know he, why. Yeah. You TJ, he did, Travis didn't even bat an eye at it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, normal we've amounts. Had, we've had four pots here already today. Yeah. Owen made a pot at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Why, now, why would you let him drink coffee so young? Dude, all three, like, <laughs> so all three of our kids are home. I finally got my wife hooked on coffee. Took, took like th- almost, not quite. Almost 30 years of marriage to get my wife hooked on coffee, but I finally got her hooked on Black coffee. Black or did she put cream in it? Nah, she, she, so she's got this like... Frou-frou? She's got this no-fat, no-carb protein shake that she really likes. Who makes it? Because I like that too. I don't, it's the it's. I'd have to look. It's like pure pro, it's, it's but it's, pr- it's probably what Piper and looks it is at actually, and, and it actually she's so like, her coffee, <laughs> so her protein shake actually has the equivalent of two cups of coffee in it. So where does she? Where does the caffeine come from? Co- actual coffee is in the is in it. So they actually make the protein shake with coffee, but they got a chocolate, they got a coffee, they got a vanilla, this one. Okay. They got a peanut butter, so on and so forth. Um, so I'm digressing. So anyway, oh my God. you digress. Go anyway, figure. so I've got my So here's wife. the cool thing for me, full disclosure. I like being the dumbest guy in the room. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> no, well, you're not. Anyway, I, I, I am. Like, anyway, this is cool. Anyway, my wife. I'm, and, I know I'm taking a backseat to Robin <laughs> Owen for sure. Me and you can fight it out. <laughs> I'm, convi- I'm convinced. That, all three of your daughters are smarter than me. So, anyway, Owen's the smartest one of my four. See, I, I'm yeah, kind of vibing no, the with that. The girls have you. They, they've they've got you and Owen. Now wait. So you know. everybody's secure enough for you to say that out loud? Yeah, I think Owen. Do you, don't you think I'm I'm secure enough? People are secure enough for that. It's not I, about I, you. It's actually, whether the rest so, of your offspring. Is. Travis, uh, Travis so. does they, not lie. So if he they, if, they get if it. you say yeah. it, it's for real. But they're they're smart in different ways, right? I mean. 
they, they have different strengths. So, I mean, Owen spends a lot more time, like Rob, on history uh, in useless knowledge stuff. Yeah. Because esoteric. It's not useless. It's it, esoteric. Owen's main Would goal in life stop? is never to lose a debate. He does He does not want to lose a debate. Yeah. So is he well-versed? Can he, like, go different genre, like, different groups? Can uh, he, he can do history? He can do science, math, Owen? politics, sports? Question mark. Owen? Uh, I don't know. If I, if I feel like I know it, I can go for it. I, I know some things, but not to... No, I, I can't go all over the place. Like even Rob, most of the time, I just let him talk, and then uh, every fifteen minutes, <laughs> I, 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 just, I just noticed Rob was like really bad with sports. I thought that was weird. I was like, how does that actually? That's my worst subject of all. I, I kind so. of believe that. Yeah. Okay. Coffee, bourbon barrels. No, so no, basically, coffee does not, this. So I, I don't even so like coffee. Ba- I'm not Colombian. So you I'm, get this gate. You get this ever bayside, me a bean. <laughs> you get this bayside coffee. You get the bourbon barrel aged co- coffee beans. Yeah. I make a pot of coffee with it. First time I've tried it. I've, I've had tons of their coffee over the years. I get it. I got my big old 32-ounce tumbler. I chug one. I fill it up again. I head into work. I get to work, put on my surgical mask to head into the operating room, exhale and realize I have the worst bourbon breath on the planet. Are, are your coworkers looking at you and like... And I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I am working in a hospital and my breath smells like I've been just freaking hammering bourbon all morning. Do you have coffee or Maker's Mark this morning, Rob? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy shit, I can never drink this stuff again. But you're good enough to put a needle in the small of the back and be good. Yes. Well, yeah, it was coffee. It wasn't bourbon. It was just bourbon. Uh, you, all you guys coffee. got into like anesthesia. Oh, so, God, I love to stick needles into people. So as we've worked backwards, um, all right, how hard was it for you to be in the middle of recruiting when you're doing radio for Nebraska? Awful. But you have other schools that are playing. I mean, Awful. How- it was... Uh, I mean, full disclosure, right? Like, that's probably the reason I'm not doing... Live rate like local radio right now. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what the hell do you do anymore? I, it's funny because you went from sixteen twenty to heard at, and I'm like, what's he doing? I go, not on heard at anymore. What, what are so, you doing? I mean, like if we back up, like sixteen twenty was unbelievable, right? Heck of a run with, with Sharpie and Severe, and and then back to Sharpie, and I felt like I I kind of had reached my ceiling. So I just wanted to do something. Yeah, it's called local radio sucking the life out of you. So I just wanted to do something different, Damn, right? Dude. And so Heard At allowed me to do um, stuff more, like podcasts. Yep. And if I didn't want to talk about... Because I like a lot of other things other than sports. And uh, no, I, I'm not Ottoman Empire and, 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 you know, like the War of 1812. Weak effort. And... and you're pulling out good references, though. You've gone from Genghis Khan to the Ottoman Empire to the War of 1812. I think you're more versed than what you think. <laughs> I'm a big Peaky Blinders guy now, so I like. <laughs> there we I, go. I understood history, um, but then it got to be it's it's just overwhelming. So I felt like my niche and like local media was he's kind of balanced and. He can talk about a lot of different sports, and but I'm even keeled, right? So I'm never over the top. So I, I, you know, I don't cuss. I don't, and I always look at things pretty rationally. But I felt like during the recruiting process, and 
you know, just historic, like just my life. So, you know, my brother is, is a September birthday. My, my dad is an October birthday. So typically the fall is tough for me, right? Lost my dad in 2017. Lost dad my brother. Dad was a good man. Lost my brother unexpected. My well, dad was my that. best friend. I lost my brother unexpectedly, not too far from here, uh, on a wellness check a couple of Christmases ago. And so fall is always tough. Factor that in. Um, their birthdays, like I said, September, October, respectively. My dad, my mom and dad's anniversary is December 31st. Found my brother on December 29th. So going into the fall, I, I have to get my mind in a certain place. I'm coaching. I got X amount of kids that I'm coaching. Um, kind of my strength as a coach is relationship building. Um, you know, I'm obviously a father and, and a husband and, and I'm a, I'm a son too. And I'm a brother. So uh, no, stop with the brother references because I know that was coming. I let Rob get away with that. <laughs> but uh, he's in this beautiful moment. And- I was I was really struggling emotionally, you know. So, um, I just felt like I couldn't I couldn't be I couldn't be that guy that I felt like the public either wanted or gonna be on every day. I just couldn't. I, and and find and normally I can figure it out. Like it, this isn't the first time, but this time was the hardest. Right, a show was named after me. The logo, like it was just a lot. And I'm I'm much more comfortable with um, being Robin than Batman and letting the Batman happen organically. Did you get a little help or not? I did. Good. So. That was huge. I tell you, therapy is a great. I know people I, so, struggle with therapy is the greatest thing in the world. So, I'm the worst in America at asking for help. So, the two people that I think help me the most are Dr. Stark and DJ Rezac. Like those are the two guys that, um, and I and I felt bad. Like DJ and I had a really uh, in depth conversation a couple of days ago. And I almost felt like I put too much pressure on him to like to 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 be my friend, <laughs> my therapist, like kind of my go-to. And Dr. Stark is going through his own issues. He's he's getting older. He's he's got this the you know the the lawsuit with yep. this with, with that's still going. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Which was I mean it's sad and that that's something neither here nor there. But I so I would do that a couple of times a week and. I just felt like, you know, right now I can't function. So it was kind of a, it's kind of a panic move. But Were you having was, panic attacks or anything like that? No, but you know what I found myself doing? Like full disclosure, since we're just like self-medicating. Yep. Alcohol, uh, drugs, what? Alcohol. And it was just too much for me to to, to manage, you know. And and so I get started early, four four thirty. Um, you know, so sometimes, you know, I'd take whatever was left in my Yeti the night before I'd take my vitamins with and, and, you know, I, I get through a, a day. So let's say you start at 5.15 and I would leave, you know, West side at 6.15 and then you got to go be a dad and, and, and be in your house. And it was just like, like I really, really struggled. And so... 
you know, my, my mom thought I was a little short and, and, you know, Caleb's recruiting process and, and, and all the while, like to add, it's not insult to injury, but I'm at all these schools, right? You're at K-State or Wisconsin or Iowa or Kansas and, and I would see these coaches and they, we were, they were playing and we were playing and I would see what people would say about the recruiting process. And I wanted to like speak on it, but I, but you didn't want to feel like you're putting your kid in harm's way or jeopardizing or coming to his aid. And so the real, so the real straw that broke the camel's back was I've spent, I've done this for 20 years. Oh, since 2004 or five, whether it's coaching or when I started with 1620 doing the CWS shows, I could always say anything I wanted to about anybody else's kids. I could say, oh man, like, you know, Jeff Tarpenian, he's a great player, or, or Jake Galusha, or, you know, Noah Fan, or, or whomever, Xavier Watts. But I found myself the Rezacs, right? Like I, but I found myself um, kind of afraid to say anything to about for my own kid. And that was really, really hard for me to go home at night. Like, am I doing him a disservice? Am I, am I, am I selling him short? Am I, how can he's watching me real time? whether it's for Kobe Bretts or Monte or, or anybody else, he's watching me be all these things to other people. Am I, I don't know, but I want to like, am I being that for you? Like, and then if I am like, how's my other son? Like I had two boys, two girls, right? So it's like, what's Micah saying? Like, is he, gonna be okay with this so i and one of my backhanded weaknesses is i'm very i'm over analytical so i've listened I, to you for many years you're so, right so i shut it down <laughs> so, so, so I, I i like i completely just shut it down which is what an empath has a tendency you, to do you know and let me let me take a different spin on it and i don't mean to cut you off rob is this not only do you gotta you know do you want to say that about your son or talk about your son but there's also like a circle of trust in the recruiting place you don't want to yep. – when you do a visit, coaches don't – they're like, what's he going to go on the radio and talk yep. about? I mean, so there, there's a level – and I get it. Don't get me wrong. I would love to do uh, a true documentary or what a true recruiting experience is. But I also understand there's a level of privacy about that. There's yep. a level – and – You're spot I'm on. Sure that had to weigh on you're, you're, you're spot on. It, it ate at me. So I'm, I'm, historic, I'm notoriously a bad sleeper. It just compounded the problem, right? So, if if I knew that, uh, let's say, uh, you know, Coach Klanderman at, at K State thinks this or said this or or is wondering about this versus Coach Tressel at Wisconsin versus, you know, Coach Parker or uh, the DC uh, at uh, Iowa State, Heathcock, Haycock. Uh, hey, Great, like, so full disclosure, Iowa State came to Westside. This is early. Coach Haycock was like, But hey. when you say early, like Caleb's sophomore year early or like no, early, so this, this early in his senior year? Early in his senior year, but okay. they had already offered. All right. So they were well in the deal, and he had been to a game, 
And he was in Coach Lamangi's office, and he's like, hey, man, I just want to know what's going on. Like, we haven't had great success with 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 legacy recruits. And, um, you know, we had bad weather. You were going to come down with, with, with Rezac. And, and we've had guys from 400 miles come, like, where you at? And I go, so what are you talking about? Like, that's, this, that's not my responsibility. Like, these are things that you should be asking Caleb. Like, don't put me in the middle of that. I Peacock said, was saying that? Yeah. Okay. And I said, the only thing that I can tell you is don't over or undersell the legacy thing. Like, he's his own guy. It's the same thing I said to Coach Leipold. It's the same thing I said to, to Parker at Iowa. Like, don't recruit him any differently. And... I mean, full disclosure, I had to have this very same discussion with Coach Rule. But you understand why they think that, right? No. You don't? No, no. Tra- oh, like, Jesus. I no, no way. No way. No. See, I see be- that. Be- I- no, because I told you, I've got nothing to gain by 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 BSing you. I, I- told you he's yeah, his own guy. I- 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 yeah, but as a parent. But- no. Okay, dude. So, okay. No. I'm here for it. Um, okay, up. give no. him shit. Let's go. Let's roll. Okay, so I, I, so this is what's interesting to me. So, okay, you know Ryan, my son. Okay, yeah, very well. Yeah. For people listening, my son Ryan played football at Westside. Yep. Pretty solid D line. D lineman. He, he was Kate Haberman's backup for mm-hmm. a couple of years. He was. Uh, he, he was a started as a senior, came into his own. Yeah. So I mean, Kate. Cade was a three-time starter, three-time All-Stater. He's a uh, kicking ass at Northern Illinois. Very nice bowl game win, by the yeah. way, by the Huskies. Shout out. Um, I got to get back to this. I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to see what this is going to turn into. Anyway, um, it, it, it was interesting with Ryan going through the same process Mm-mm. because you, it's – but it was – I mean, there was, a, there was stuff that was different because – Ryan was one of these guys who was this 5'11", six-foot-tall kid. He's a lineman. He's not the 6'5". He's not the 300-pounder. He's not the guy that you look and go like, okay, he meets all of these measurables. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, he's got the Zadiska last name. And you got two guys that played at Nebraska – we're all conference, all American offensive linemen. You've got you got Isaac, who was an all state offensive lineman for Elkhorn South, who's playing D one football. You, and then here's Ryan, who's there's this name, and it's he didn't even decide that he wanted to tr- do the college sports thing. We were probably two weeks into yeah, his senior late. season. Yeah, I'm, I was right there. It was it was late in the process where he was finally like, okay, yeah, I think I want to do this. And I'm like, holy shit, we're like late September of your senior year in high school. Let's get our ass in gear and do this. It, it, I got to be honest with you. It, for us, it was kind of the opposite. It was this massive positive that he had this cousin that had gone before him the year before that well, all let, these schools knew. So, so let me stop that, you before I let Travis get into me here a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to get into you. <laughs> no, I think I, I just no, need to clarify what I was saying. Because here's the deal. So this isn't even about athletics from 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 Damon to Caleb. This is about being a Benning and the city of Omaha 
with Don Benning and his kids. Yeah, yes. it's a legacy of a legacy. More, maybe more so. So, no disrespect, but right, you know what I'm talking about. One hundred percent, much greater man than I'll ever be. His impact in this city greater than I'll ever, ever, ever know. It, the so sad for, thing is, there's a generation now who doesn't know that, so and it's for, pissing me off. So for me, awesome. I watched my brother go through it. He's a junior. He's Don Benning Jr. And I saw the weight of that. I, I, you know, it when he stopped wanting to play sports and do his own thing. Like I saw what happened in our household, right? Like you want the like this is the nuts and bolts of what makes. So this I kind of see good, where right? you're going here. So I so had I, thought of this this way. This is a good way to look. So this at. is this is my perspective. So I. I I, I knew that teachers would say to me when I was growing up, hey, do, does your dad know that you did this, this, and this? And he's assistant superintendent. And I would say, hey, listen, my, you know what my dad would appreciate is you doing kind of your job. Like, don't put that onus on him. Like, th the reason he does what he does in this community for, for, for people is to empower other people to be who they are. So just do you. Don't pit that against me. So I fought it forever being a Benning. And when I'm raising Caleb... You had to live up to a higher standard, man. Yeah, right? So it's not just <laughs> athletics. It's everything. Yeah. So when raising Caleb and 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 as the former Nebraska guy, we, I never talked about Nebraska. The He saw my Orange Bowl, trophy, the Orange Bowl trophy in the closet when he was looking for a winter coat. There's nothing... There, there's nothing about what I do, not the gear, not anything, that I'm cramming Nebraska down his throat. So I can't appreciate when people can't let him be himself because I went out of my way, almost to my detriment, where it would keep me up at night, Travis, especially when he was hurt last year. And I was like, did I do enough? Did I do enough to push Nebraska? Where I start having these second thoughts. So I would take notes. I, I talked to Danny Noonan over and over again about Maverick and Alec and 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 I I, I talked to John and I, I talked to um, just player, you know, everybody that had a son, I would just sit and take notes. Which is how Dom and I got close with this whole Dylan recruiting process thing. Because I wanted to know, am I doing this right? And now keep in mind, I'm supposed to be the guy that's the authority on this sports landscape, the metro, the state, and I'm struggling internally. So I don't, I can't respect that. I can't, I, I, I just, I, I can't. I, okay, maybe I heard you wrong because what, what I, I guess what I was, what I heard was these coaches were asking you, Basically, is it worth their time to recruit him? Yeah. And, and and the reason I I get that question is because don't. you don't, don't get it. I don't. Boy, I, I I don't. Do you get it, Rob? What if a coach would just say, "Is it worth my time?" Talk to him. Ask him. Like talk to him. Like what took so long? No, right? I mean, if he I wasn't about relationships. The, what took him so who long? Who was in first? So who, I understand the question. Who was the first offer? Yeah. But I understand uh, the answer too. Here. I, I I do too. It is that if if you if you're a really good recruiter. You need to build your own relationship I and think understand. The, it. Nebraska yeah. was first, Vanderbilt was second, Duke was third. Good. Okay. If if okay, I'm going to throw you on the spot here. Go ahead. If Matt Rule's not the head coach at Nebraska and the old coaching staff is, does he go to Nebraska? Probably not. Okay. That's all. I, that's all we need to know. And all he'll right. tell you the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably not. Which, by the way, Ferris and, and, and that, Iowa, and that's and that's saying that is as close as he was to Chenander, and it wasn't probably going to be enough. He loved Chins. Okay, that's kind of interesting. That's a whole other podcast. But, but um, liking a guy's recruiter th- and how good of a coach somebody is are two different things. No, so they could talk true. about going that's to the grocery true. store or shooting hoops or yeah. like it was about things other than just playing football. Yeah. I just the Iowa thing is interesting to me because I know talking to John and Isaac when Isaac was getting recruited by Iowa and the trip that when they did their official visit to Iowa, John came back and he was just like, "Oh my gosh!" He goes. The way they do things, Rob, there. they're unbelievable. He goes, I don't it's care what nuts. anybody says, they're no, unbelievable. No, it is, and that's the thing. Well, and here's the thing, and they've gotten I've younger, so you like, didn't even get you like, didn't even get to see like Abdul Hodge and those like yeah. But Tyler I mean, okay, they're but I, so good at what they do, and you're exclusive. They're they're not throwing like this blanketed canvas over this. You know what? It's yeah. a lot like Klanderman at K-State. They're, they're a lot like me. It and was, Connor Riley. You know how you just talked about I am who I am? God, I love Connor. They, um, hey, listen. They know so who they quick. are, and they don't give a shit. Nope. They don't get... They they average 230 yards offense a game. That's he what we never, do. never, ever, ever contemplated whether it was like a doable thing. Then what was the difference? What made him go to Nebraska? So I think down the stretch, so probably like in February... When coach, so I I think I can tell the truth here, right? I'm gonna yeah. tell the truth you, this you, whole you podcast, right? Told us right? About your, right. You, you, By the so, way, your mental this is, state. This I is Twitter. Right. I know. <laughs> it's right. Like so I'll probably regret Just that later. That no, you won't, because more people relate to it. I'm going to tell you, I've been through more therapy. I've been locked up in a mental institution for two weeks. Don't apologize for it. Listen, I, I'm so, telling you, like I TJ, I struggled. Yeah. So here's the thing, Coach Rule and I. Um, you know, cause everybody think we have this great relationship and we actually really, really do like, well, cause you did uh, the herd ad interview with him, before which was unbelievable. By the way, tell rule he needs to come hang out, in which the was basement. unbelievable. Get him like, in the basement. He Get let me, he let me go there Get with him. him. In the basement. basement. So, so we're it's your te- one job. We're, we're have te- one job when you leave we're here. Texting no back and, we're come texting back and forth about football during Michigan, Alabama and Washington, Texas. It's eleven forty-five at night, and we're just talking football. Doesn't I have anything this. to do with. He's unbelievable, like that. But that's just kind of how we are. So I told. So he and I kind of, as much as I would call getting into it, we got into it. You had ruled it. Oh yeah, like over. So it's as petty. <laughs> that's great, though. I love it. This is petty. This is perfect. So gas can so Callahan posted something on a message board. Sean? Yep. Okay. And it and it pissed me off to no end. That's why I stay off message boards. They're pieces. And I and I'm much better at it now, but I've met some good people through it, so I kinda I now just peruse. I don't I'm not the guy anymore. So I, I don't even pay, know so how to okay, 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 so listen. So I'm I, I'm calmed. So <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry about that. <laughs> so I kind of you didn't know, know what you're getting into when you came here. So I know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. I know how Nebraska feels. I know how this school feels, and but I'm listening to all these other people's opinions, right? Oh, he's being high maintenance, or oh, he's doing this, and I'm like, guys, I'm telling you, like, I've talked to Nebraska a thousand times. Like, they're cool when he's cool because I know how they think of him. 
So Coach Rule and I, we had a, there was a deal where Sean posted something on the message boards where, and I don't even, full disclosure, I don't think he meant anything by it. But what he said was, it appears that Benning is a take now. They really want him. It appears. I posted, I said, when wasn't he a take? Right? Yeah. So in the meantime, he, um, Sean sends me a message. He's like, hey, man, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm not trying to be, you know, a dickhead or whatever. Um, but I talked. swore of That's good. And I'm just saying what he said, because okay. I believe <laughs> I want to make sure he's not unfairly represented. Yeah. Right. I'm not just going to give, That's I'm going to give you the, ver- the the real version. That's fair. And I, he's like, hey, I, it's kind of a feel I got, you know, my bad. And I go, I just talked to these guys. I've been talking to them. Like, why would you say that? And he's like, oh, it's just kind of a feel I got. So immediately I call Coach Rule. And I'm like, hey, like if this is if this is how we're doing it, like I'm out. Like we're we're just done. Like I'm not I'm not pulling a power play. I'm not, you know, if he's good enough, he's not because he didn't even have any junior film. Now this is a real discussion. This is a real discussion. And this is during the radio show. So I'm texting back and forth. It's 720 in the morning. He calls my phone. Rule does. He's not happy. I don't even know what the bleep you're talking about. Like, you know, stop being, um, can't remember the word. He's, uh, like, just say what you want to say is basically what he said. So on break, I, he called. So I told my radio partner at the time, I was like, Hey, I got to get this call. So I ended up missing two segments. Right. So I miss 30 minutes of radio time at her dad. And I'm like, like, where does this stuff come from? He's like, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't talk to guys like that. And I don't know where they get that. And that didn't come from any of my guys and this, that, and the other. He's like, if you trust me, trust me. If you don't, you don't. I said, hey, man, like, you can raise your voice and you can get mad. I said, but conversely, I'm going to tell you, like, if you want him, you want him. If you don't, you don't. Right? It's not. Don't settle is what you're saying. Right. Because I want to know. It's how I've raised him. It's how he's been raised, and it's not personal. If he's, if it's so, that's what I've been trying to tell you yeah, guys. It's not so okay. this personal. whole legacy thing, it's not personal for me. Yeah. I want what's best for my kid. People want it to be personal, but I've been conditioned. Like I was raised okay. well. Nah, that makes not, it, but you understand where I was coming from with the coaches not, going. I don't want to waste time. It's not yes. personal for me. Okay. I want what's best for my kid. But you understand it is personal to some. It no, one hundred percent. Yes, 100%. So absolutely. I, so I wanted to make sure that he wasn't playing me. Like, are you telling this to these people, but you're telling me this? He's like, look, man, you get your act together. Like, I don't say this, 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 and this. I do what I say. You can do what that what you will. He goes, I'm getting off the phone. I said, are you mad now? He's like, do you want me to be mad? I was like, I don't know. I said, I'm just, <laughs> I said, this is a real, this is real. I said, I'm just telling you, man, like, don't jerk me around. And he's like, goodbye. So we didn't talk. We didn't talk. And you're doing games on Saturdays, right? 100%. (laughs) This is outstanding. But, 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 Travis, but this is like in February or March. Okay. Somewhere around there. Okay. So we're not in season yet. And so I, I called him back. 
Right, After next. how many days? Uh, like at the end of the show. Oh, at the end of the oh, show. Oh, so okay. we're talking like an hour or so later. Two. So I'm pissed. Like I got to do this whole thing, show, like I'm mad, like super pissed. I'm like, look. I said, I get it. Right? No junior film. You guys, he has, he doesn't camp. He's a weird kid. He doesn't open up. Doesn't speak unless spoken to. You feel like... I, uh, I'm putting words in his mouth. I said, you feel like if this is the guy that you don't get, like this is the most egg that's going to be on your face. Like if you don't get the binning and his dad does the, I said, but that's my greatest fear too. Like, I don't want any of that to be the periphery. If you think he's tops because, oh man, listen, like he's going to be one of the best players in the state. He's tops in the state, he's tops in the state. And I said, if you want him, and I'll never forget this. I said, if you want him, go get him. Because in three months, he's going to be a different player. He's going to have his adenoids out. He's going to have his shoulder shaved down. Like physically, he's going to be much different than the bad junior tape. Because the junior tape wasn't great. He had like three games. And he's pretty average, right? I'm on it. Like you can say what you want. He was just okay. Like he was great against Gretna, but he still was not. He wasn't in shape. He wasn't supposed to play all. Like, Shoot, he missed 12 weeks, right? So I'm, I said, just do me that favor. Like, don't look out for me. Don't protect me. Don't do anything. Just do what you want to do, and you have to trust me on that. I'll never forget this. So he, he's like, hey, we good? And I was like, yeah, we're good. After the Bellevue West game in week three, Coach Cooper sent me a text. He's like, man, this dude is um, – and they had – Coach Coop had just seen him. He's like, man, this dude's unbelievable. He's been the best player on the field, yada, yada, yada. Coach Rule called, and he says, I just want you to know something. And I said, what's that? He goes, I trusted you when you told me that he was going to be a different player, and when I needed to get involved, and if I wanted him, I want him. I want you to know that, like, where that landed. Like, we want him. I said, hey, I, like, I appreciate that. Like, thanks for believing in me. It changed. So our relationship went from – like really, really good yeah. to like over the top. So, but we had to like kind of go through that little communication. Dan, dance. Because I just like, I'm not that cool. Like, so like with me, just it's in my, like I'm kind of soft. Like it's in my nature. I want to please. I'm the youngest of five. I'm super insecure. I'm kind of a baby. Like, I want to make it right. Like, I'm not this guy that, like, I don't, I'd rather get it right than be right. Like, that's why I, I, I take bad calls. I read people's articles of, of that have written bad things that I don't like. Because I always think that I can learn something. So, like, it's not about, it's not about me. Like, when you've made as many mistakes as I have in my life, whether it's my first marriage or whatever, like I know I have room to grow. So I'm not there yet. Like don't assume that I don't need help. I want to be around as many smart people that care about me as I can be around. And if you're in that deal and you can hold, you can take that on. Come on, man, let's hang out. Like I'm going to pick your brain. Like I'm not that cool. I'm not. I, I'm much better by myself than I am with other adults unless I'm all in. The backhand, the downside to me is I'm all in or I'm all out. There is no middle ground. It's it, black and white. 
100%. So even you... though my mind lives in gray, because the reason that I didn't stay in administration for the school district is because I can't go by the handbook. I have to go by what's best for this student. So it may change. If Rob's a guy that can that needs to go to the corner and that hurts his feelings, I'm going to send him to the corner if I can change the behavior, if it's not punitive. But if, let's say, you're a guy that did the exact same thing Rob did, but you need yeah. isolation, I may tell you to go outside on the playground. Yeah. And people may look at that and say, well, why would you let Travis out on the playground when he did the same thing Rob did? And I said, because you know what? I'm going to deter the behavior. See, that, that's your dad in you. Because at the end of the day... Man, you're going to make me cry. No, I want, to, I want you to cry. That's your dad in you. Is because you understand, and my my wife is a teacher in OPS. She's a, and at the end of the day, one size doesn't fit all for these kids. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous how we discipline and we we you, every kid is different, every athlete is different. You can't treat everyone the same. We all have different personalities. That's what we I learned. So 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 TJ, that's what I wanted people to think about recruiting. Just because it didn't happen with Cluster and Keegan, or it did happen with Maverick and Danny, or it didn't with John and and Isaac, like this is not the same. This understand one size doesn't fit all. Don't say legacy. Don't do that. Like we're, it's different. I and I, I one hundred percent agree with you. So we're, I'm not gonna. But I also understand where they're coming from. Like, are we gonna invest the time and the resources if we really don't have a chance? Man, just shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. What do you got to lose? Like right? that, I, that, I and that, that's all I ever wanted. Okay. Right? Like that's 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 all I. That's, I get that. That's all I ever wanted. See, well, see, see how we just came to. To understand one another, see how that—that's <laughs> yeah. having coffee at the at the bar. Yeah, I'm, not dr- I'm not drinking coffee. <laughs> All right, here's my question. What's up? When did you look at Caleb and go, "Holy shit, he's he's, he, he's the real deal." Fifth grade, really? Yeah, you gotta understand. I, I'm I'm gonna say this because I see a lot of kids who are that like, like, you, oh my god, like sophomore, junior year in high school. I've looked at kids who are like. So Frank, his, world. so Frank didn't want to and play then freshman. Like, and then like freshman year in college, you're like, yeah, this guy's not ever. So, so Frank didn't want to play freshman, right? And I get that. Yep. But and he gave, and he, he, he kind of, they kind of talked through it and Caleb wanted to play freshman. All right. Didn't, didn't bother me. Right. I'm, I'm like, whatever. Like, I just want him to be okay. But he's only, he's been a defensive back. He started out. He started his first game, Travis, as a corner. Zero games in his career playing corner. After, and he missed the first three games because uh, he the, had the, the fracture in his back. Yeah. So he started at corner to get him on the field because corner, quote unquote, was easier to learn. Two games later, they moved Wimmer, they moved one of our players from safety to to outside linebacker. We had to move Teddy, and they wanted Caleb to play safety. Caleb has played zero games at safety. He's played zero games at wide receiver. He grew up playing Mike linebacker and the occasional running back. I didn't even give him the ball in Little League because I just wanted him to be his own dude. So he would make 20 tackles a game. And, you know, Tyson Terry, Ryan Terry, like these guys would just be like, oh, my God, like this kid is – 
is, is really, really good. And I'm like, he never played on grade. So I felt like he had the ability. I just didn't know if he was like mean enough because he doesn't talk. So he didn't talk till he was no. Uh, so this is, I know what you that, mean about that. Is, enough, though. He, he that did, is one hundred percent true. He like, didn't talk cr- until he to, was like three years old. You need to get a crowbar to get a word out. He of the didn't kid. talk until he was three years old, and so we didn't know if something was wrong with him or. But he could do all these other things. So you're probably thinking autistic. I mean, you're probably thinking a lot of different things, I am, right? Because his movements were off the charts. He, you know, he could. So I, I, I felt like. Young, he was going to be really, really good, but he always dabbled in basketball. So the thing that people are getting, like the thing that Nebraska is getting, and I this is this is the coach in me, not the dad. You're getting a guy that's never trained for one sport. You're getting a guy, which that, is why he's a good athlete, by the way. Which is you're getting a guy that has never played, hasn't played the position. He hasn't played any one position for more than two years in the last four years. So he's a He's a blank canvas. You can do whatever you want to with him. And if he's not good, then he's not good. But he's nowhere near potential. None. So, like, that's what I'm excited about. I I can't remember which game it was, but it was very early in the sophomore season. Probably Papio South. Um, It probably was. It was right after he came back and started playing again after the back. It's probably Papio the, the back South. We had we moved so. him? Yeah, it was he was safety. Yeah, his first game at safety. He had like thirteen tackles, and Frank was like, "OMG!" And obviously, I'm watching closely. My son's one of the D linemen on the team. You were way more complimentary. So full disclosure, he was way more complimentary than I was. Well, as a dad, you're like that. Like, I mean, I got to be honest with you, and I feel kind of bad a little bit from an athletic standpoint when you look at any of our kids. So. I've got two kids who are, one just graduated college as a college athlete. I got a second kid who's a sophomore in college, just got done with her second season as a college athlete. I got a third kid who just had their first recruiting conversation with a coach, high school junior, probably going to be a college athlete. It, it, it's not like I'm not around this stuff. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Caleb and I'm watching this game. And I remember I, I knew the whole thing with the back injury. And I knew the, from a medical standpoint, it's not like I don't know the ups and downs of this. And, the and it was kind of the of run on those, right? Yeah. It's, multi-sport athletes were getting those fractures. Yeah, yep. it was one of the few things, which actually, I, I'm a big proponent of the multi-sport athlete thing. Um, it's one of the very few issues that plague multi-sport athletes. There's not a lot. That's so one you see of the it, few you see that a lot, right? That that exactly. Yeah. And it's it, it's about the it, it's about the only thing that the multi-sport athletes do get. And so he he was coming back from this, and I remember watching this game, and he's playing at a new position. And I knew from talking to Haberman, talking to Freund, the coaches at Omaha Westside at the time, and you see this kid who's moved into that safety position, and he came up on a specific play, and just it was it was a it was it was a G play. You got a pulling guard. And Caleb came up and just lit up an offensive guard on a pole. 
like completely took the lead blocker out of the play. And I don't remember who it was, if it, if it was Wimmer or one of the, the other guys at outside linebacker who ended up getting the tackle. But he just nuked this offensive guard. Yeah. Some kid who outweighed him by 30, 40, 50 pounds lit this kid up and you could hear it. It's like, you know, those pops, they always call it, it's a pop. Mm -hmm. There was a pop that just everybody heard and you kind of heard everybody in the stadium do that <gasps> collectively. And I'm just like, holy shit. That's a ball player right there. And all of a sudden I was just like, that's the kind of guy who plays on Saturdays in college and Sundays in the NFL. So part, so going back to Iowa, yeah. And it was Caleb. So and anyway, but yeah. It's so just, so Parker was the first coach to tell him, your sophomore film is enough. Yes. They didn't worry about that he didn't have junior You're talking film. about Phil Parker, yep. who's a defensive yes. coordinator at Iowa. Like I, I saw that one. So that right away was what that got was, Iowa in the deal. There was that one play. He's, he like, said, and and – you know, it, it Which, worked. It worked for yeah. Elko at Duke. He said yeah. the same thing. He goes, "Your sophomore tape," and so why he took a while to commit as a senior is because his junior film, what limited he had, wasn't like he was as a sophomore. But he didn't. And have he didn't a like lot of junior film. He didn't barely have any, and he didn't like it. Dude, he so broke he his just, collarbone. So he was out for like. So he just wanted games. to prove it to himself. That's it. Yeah, That's I it. just the junior year thing. I'm, I mean, you toss that out. Okay, so here's the thing. There's so his junior film, it's interesting to me because I look at that and, um, you know, a lot of guys. So you take Zane Flores, the quarterback at Grit. Yeah, I think a lot of great a lot player. of people have anointed him as the greatest quarterback in Nebraska high school history. He's really, really, really good. I have a lot of respect for the Flores family, what they've done athletically. Mm -hmm. It, which, by the way, it's, it's the nicest human being you'll ever meet. Yeah, Mel, he's and so one hundred percent just great. One hundred percent. They so I. There were a few people that had as good of training and polish at the quarterback position from a high school quarterback standpoint as Zane Flores. He was one of those guys where you'd watch him drop back and make those reads, mm -hmm. and you could follow his it's head. Unbelievable. You could see what he was looking at and understand what he was doing and what he was going through, making those, going through those progressions. And I'm like, oh my God, here's a guy who, I mean, this is a kid who's operating as like a college and and he's a, he was a winner. He reminded me a yeah. ton of Easton Stick. Well, and that's the other thing about him. Is he was a guy there the the two Bellevue West games that Gretna played that year, oh, his senior year. Yeah. Both of those comeback wins were just, oh my God, here's a guy coming from behind, pressure on the line. Yeah. I had a lot of respect for what Flores did. It's it just he wasn't one of these guys who was a So what was it about the junior film you were gonna the fact that I mean I we went to that we went to that state title game, and oh. you've got Caleb who hasn't played a football yeah. game yeah. in fucking ten weeks. Twelve. Twelve. Thank you. By the way, ten math, games, twelve weeks. Sorry, math is hard for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Counting's ten, tough. Ten games, twelve weeks. Anyway, so you've got this kid who hasn't played for. Okay, 
He hasn't played football in four months. Yeah. And didn't play any offense. But yeah. he did in that game. And he did, but he comes out. It, it's it's really, really interesting because it's easy to find film. Go look at the first interception he has in that oh, game. Yeah. And it's interesting because you see Caleb drop back and he starts moving to the position that he's supposed to move to. But he saw, yeah, and we he's were two looking, And he's looking at Flores' eyes. He's looking at Flores. Yeah. He's moving to where he's supposed to go from a positional standpoint, from a, like, I mean, he's going to where he's supposed to go. And he fucking stops. And you see him do this, uh, yeah, the ball's not going there. Yep. And he makes this freaking beeline over to where he knows the ball's going to be and gets that first interception. Uh, he, we're in two, man. He's supposed to hold the hash, and he yeah, picked that off he, on the sidelines. And he was like, he was so, and I'm watching that going like, here is a guy who is so ungodly, completely out of position, but he's out of position because he he knew instincts. Be- so he the knew cool better was- than anybody else what was going on, and he read the eyes of arguably. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I th- I think Flores was probably the best coached and best trained high school quarterback I've seen one hundred percent in the last thirty years 100%. of Nebraska high school. One hundred percent zero. Like if you doubt look at like his off season coaching, club coaching, Warren Academy, everything else. Nobody has had better coaching than Zane Flores. Coach Kale, his the Gretna's coach. And it's, we have a good, you have a pretty good relationship, dude. A great guy, and he, by and the he, way. He's amazing. He's like, a great. I, I guy. love the whole staff, and and I just I'm looking at it going like he goes, he goes, yeah, Caleb got us, and I'm just like Caleb, like he should have had three in that game. Oh, the one he dropped, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you that still pisses Caleb off. It makes me mad. So, but it's one of those things I'm looking at, and I'm just like. But it goes back to his sophomore year. His sophomore year, I remember watching him at that safety position come up and just nuke that offensive guard. And all I could think was, here's a guy who's willing to do whatever it takes to make a play on in any given situation. There, there's that, that, there's a college football player right there. Done so, deal. So. But, you went up to the. Uh, when did you? When did he tell you it was Nebraska? And what was the final thing that put? So him it was edge? the craziest thing ever. Um, he's really close to my wife, and I mean, thank goodness because it's not always like that the second time around. And but I mean, she was heavily involved in the the formative years when he was young, and so they kind of came up with this scheme where he had gotten a T-shirt and. So he didn't drop the video until like Friday night uh, on a Friday night at seven o'clock, right? In typical Caleb fashion, which media, by the way, is like when you're if it's you a news want, dump, right? If like you he's doing want that. something out there, you don't do it on a Friday night. So the a couple of weeks before that, he had given me a T-shirt, and he had just learned to kind of. Um, do his own laundry. I know this is crazy for a 17 year old, but like wash it, the, the little pebble things you put in the, um, what's the little puffy plastic things, the drop little pods, 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 kids, the right cycle, how to fold. Right. So he gives me this folded t-shirt 
And he goes, hey, dad, you know, I wanted you to have this. And I'm like, you don't even know how to fold clothes. Like, what do I want to... This is exactly what I said in the kitchen. I said, you don't even know how to fold clothes. Like, why are you giving me this, this T-shirt? And he goes, no, you just got to open it up. And I opened it up, and it was a Nebraska T-shirt. And on the, the shoulder, it said, Kayla Benning, hashtag GBR. He goes, I wanted you to have the first signed one. And I literally dropped to my knees. Like, so, I was pretty emotional. If you had to rank them, because you, you mentioned Duke, you mentioned K-State, you mentioned Iowa State, you mentioned Iowa. If he doesn't go to Nebraska, which he is, what uh, and what recruiting experience did you like the best? So probably 1A and, and 1 and 1A after Nebraska were Iowa and K-State. Um, I was... For the longest, I was probably the most afraid of Wisconsin because Klanderman, like, not Klanderman, um, uh, Trestle, they, they did such a good job. I, I just felt like the thing that was working against Wisconsin was the campus was too big. It's a big school. People don't realize how big Wisconsin it's, is. It's, it's a whole, I mean, it's legitimately a whole city. Yeah. I mean, meanwhile, you know, Manhattan is the size of Grand Island. Yeah. Right? So um, I would rank... I would. It was probably Iowa one and, and K State one A, or he may flip flop those. How much? How much has recruiting changed since you were recruited to one hundred? Well, it's it's done a one eighty. So the the thing that I really liked with these guys, because you know who did a really really good job. I they they tapped out early because, um, I don't think they thought they had a chance. Like Coach Leipold was unbelievable. I, I, I love Lance, and we're trying to get Lance. I've known Lance since 1994, and I'm trying to get him they up here. They are so good at what they did. They probably kept in contact. Them in Minnesota were probably the most steady, but they didn't hang in there the longest. Um, but the thing that I like about recruiting now is it's very customized. It's not... Well, because this was good with Rob, we'll do this with Damon. It's they're much better at understanding the individual, the household dynamics. Okay, so they the do tailor it to the individual. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that was the difference in Nebraska when Coop and Rule like, and and I remember Rule said this. He's like, he's like, all right, you know, you want me effing involved? Like, I'll get involved. He goes, I'm I'm, I'm the closer. You want me involved? I'll get it. I said, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying like. Most people are using their coordinators or their their head coach, right? Like, so I need Coop. I need you and Coop. Can I? And he, I, so, and he believe me, that this dude answered the dinner bill. And then so some, like, can I, I was like, fudge. Can I inter, so to interrupt here a little bit. You're not interrupting. You're just well, interjecting. I, I get that. So, so, okay. So go back to your now recruiting. Now you know why I asked for two I, hours, I, I right? I like your, no, I like I mean, your stuff. Go back, I like to your, your stuff. go back to your recruiting at Nebraska when you were coming out of high school. Yeah. Did you feel it was like kind of, I don't know if generic's the right word. It's very generic. Okay. Very, so I'm, I'm very not wrong um, when I say that. No, no. It was very because I guarantee you that like you got the same recruiting that Calvin Jones got. Yeah. It was that very, Clinton got. It was very that generic. I got. That the, Zach the, the got. The that. only difference is is they dangled the dual sport, the the two sport thing. Which never happened because I had no idea that Coach Sanders and Coach Osborne didn't get along at the time. So well, after 
Zach beat the shit out of the Well, you guys team. did that. Like I was not there at the time. <laughs> you dude. guys Raymaker like you guys did that. Raymakers kicked in the door. Well, not Raymakers. That was Ray Riffenrath. Ray kicked in the door. <laughs> and uh I, Which, I just by thought the way, I was gonna I play two sports. I'm in touch with Ray on social media. I apologize for outing him right there. Yeah, uh, but, but I, I I think it was, it was in the very media. It's real. Is Caleb and, gonna run track? No. So I think the only no. other the Boom, only I'm going on somewhere else. The no. only other thing he would like to <laughs> do is play just, is, is he play just deflected that. Is play intramural basketball. That's it. So do you know what was weird is I remember And notice I said intramural. We're, like, not, we're not pulling any Davisons when, or when you any and other I were down there. Guys. Yeah, but Hushbacher like, is he's a dude, real deal at wrestling. Yeah, but every year Ooh, how about that? It's okay, let's, impressive. okay. Let, screw pretty, everything else. I'm a wrestling guy. Can, Let's can I talk ask you wrestling. something real quick? Because yeah. I, I do want to eat with my family. Yeah. So Are you saying we got to get you out of here? So listen. At so some point. You understand why this is a fun me podcast, too, right? My daughter's I'm going back my to head. like Florida I'm, tomorrow. Because, I mean, full disclosure, Travis did all of this. Like, I'm yeah. closer to you, and TJ's the one that got it done. Which is weird. Well, what's funny? We always joke how Husker fans hate me, but former players like me. Like you got like, yeah. and you know the cool. So I got I got to give him a little compliment. You, you, know the cool you realize thing? we've had like three tangents here, and all three tangents have come from you. The cool thing, but all is, of it's being blamed on me. You you left me very little wiggle room. You made it seem like it was I had a choice. But, but you, you were still doing the dictating. Yeah, you're like, here's the deal. We want you on, but you're going to come on. Yeah. This, this. <laughs> so I said, hey, you know, the games are this, and the games that. And he's like, hey, how's... He's like, four o'clock, question mark. Okay, so at four, this is my... Like, you just did it in a way where I was like, oh, I guess I'm in. But... Um, Travis, he's a manipulator. So if Nash is good, if he was an all-conference caliber D lineman. I think he's a better wrestler than he is a D lineman. So you know what's funny? What 100%. He'll tell you? No, you guys know what he'll tell you? He thinks his ceiling is higher in football, which is why he didn't wrestle. But listen, let me ask you guys something. If he's really, really, really good, all-conference caliber at 335. Yeah. And he's at 287 yesterday. Yeah. What do you play him at along the D-line next year? 315, 320. Because didn't you feel like Nebraska was, the last four or five years, was too big up front? Okay, so here's my thing. It's not a, it's not a size thing. Sure it is. It's a technique thing. No. Fucking yeah, bullshit, dude. No. Well, you got to be able to play at angles. I That's don't a ca- technique thing. No, it's not. It's a technique thing. So you it's, there's a technical skill standpoint. So, when so I look listen at to what I'm telling line, you. So you think D-line. Jason Peter at 285 playing in the 4-3 was technically, it was a technical thing versus Nash being really, really good at the point of okay, attack. Okay, JP and, and, was and, like and, almost 300. He no, was he not was, 285. He was, I, if you ask him today, he was much closer to he 285 than 300. He's full of shit. Actually, JP, so JP, smart. Guy, man. Dude, JP, smarter. Dude, he hell. helps me out too. I, I didn't like, say that. Okay. I had a little fun there, love, but you know what I'm talking I love about. JP. So low, low. Okay, so here's my thing. <laughs> He's not Nash. Isn't playing at 320 next year. No, that I agree with. Here's the other thing too. I'm a monster Terrence Knighton fan. He's unreal. The dude. Is so freaking so can I, good can I at tell what he does. Quick funny story. In their coaches conference last year, his session was the only one that I doubled up on, and he's D-line. Now, I know I'm our co-coordinator at D-coordinator at Westside, so I like defense. But I stayed with the D-line because, let me tell you his gift. 
He knows the defense in its totality. He knows run fits. He knows how the secondary plays. He knows how his D-line has to play for the second level. And he's an unbelievable communicator. He's such a good person. Like, and, and see, so that's my problem. That's here, a great that, call on T Knighton. He is, is unbelievable. Is that with so like nine? So we do T-shirts for the show. Yeah. So you can go to uh, you can go to Raygun T-shirt. One of our T-shirts that we put out this year was Night and Day Difference. Spelled like and I, spelled Knighton. He, like good. Terrence Knighton. He's really good. He is so freaking good. So I'm a huge fan. Anyway, so I look at all of those guys. I look at Ty Robinson. I look at Huttmacher. I look at those guys, and I'm like, it's all Terrence. It's that, well, that Corey is Campbell too, right? Because and I, he's got their yeah. bodies in such a way where they can now play at 45s. I get it, and I totally get that. Like, I mean, what if you honest, could, what I'm a, if you I'm could a big like, Campbell fan? What as if well, you too. could pen and pull? And then get out and like base block equally as well at three, whatever. Like well, that's but, not easy. Okay. That's so the reason why people either us, zone, which honestly, or they, they see. That's what made us good at what we did, and the fact that you had about a three to four year span where every year three out of the five offensive linemen at Nebraska made it to the NFL. Yeah, is because we could do. All of that. But let me ask you something. Full disclosure, if you're being honest. Would you be too big to play offensive line in 2024? At what weight? Give me a... What were you... You're playing at three... I played at 325, 330. Would you be too big now? No. Yes. No. Rob. I could fucking move. Rob, you have 240-pound edge rushers, though. I ran a four... I'm not saying you're not athletic. I ran like about a four Like seven. Leonard Davis couldn't play now from yeah. Texas. Like first round pick. He yeah. couldn't play in the league now. Oh shit. Okay. There's an There's adapt- no way. There's an adaptability. Did you watch Proctor at Mama? Yeah. yeah. I would lose ten too, too big. Uh, here's the deal. I would now, lose it wasn't 10 as you. These are too big. I would lose 10 pounds and I'd block I'd block his ass. Here's we saw him thing. on his visit. Okay. We were like, oh my God. Here's this guy's thing. still in high school. Okay, Damon. He was a monster. Damon. Redshirt freshman year, I got my ass kicked by Rusty Medeiros at Miami. Yeah. Oh God, was he mean? He was like 6'4, 245. Dude, I think I think he whipped our tail with like chewing his mouth. Like he got he was five a, sacks in one. He game. was a bad boy. He got boy. two against me, two against Borboom, one against Eric Weger. R.I.P. Rob Borboom, boy, 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 boy. God boy. bless him, man. Anyway, okay, but anyway, my point is, is that okay? Well, shit. Where were size, we starting? Size, from? size. Okay, Hutmacher. Let's get back to that. Three fifteen. Um, he won't be three fifteen. Watch. Dude, you watch him yesterday? Man? Um, he's, a, he's a beast. He's a freaking cat. Here, here's, a, here's he's not I even in he shape goes, yet. Like yeah, I, I think Peyton Robinson's guys, like he's not even in shape. Will, will the so Vanity Center be sold out on Friday for the Iowa match? Yes, yes, one hundred percent. I'm telling you, there is no better live event than than live wrestling. So can I oh just tell God, you? God, it's so good. I'm all in. So I remember when my my dad and I went to. I, so the best event, and you guys have some good ones at uh, in Iowa City. You think? Wrestling is by far and away the best. And we not, have it, some good ones. 
Un- we have some good ones. Okay, so let's do. Okay. You know how people like to make fun of Iowa because of national titles in football. Go look at the trophy case. Dude. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna piss. Yeah, but I mean, do some sporting events here. well. And is AJ Ferrari gonna be wrestling for Iowa at that Re- point? Wrestling is. Oh the my god, best, he's a fucking best douche. produced product you have on that campus. Douche, There's douche, yes. But you know what's unique about wrestling? People who will gives a shit want to see. It's him. an individual sport with a team aspect. Right. Does he? Does he go to Iowa? He's got to make up his mind here pretty soon, because all three brothers may end up there. And that Two changed. are there now. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, that lineage would that. probably be only Fuck. surpassed. He's a total uh, douchebag, but you can be a douchebag in wrestling. And when he got in a fight the other day, you know what? Have you ever been to a wrestling room? You think that that happens all Have you the ever been around like time. Lenny Pinto? <sighs> Like they have kind of some like Pinto's I got two nuts. wrestlers in the wrestlers family would be great for a football team. Pinto is like I, I don't know if thing. we could like hang out. Like he's don't I got two, need a like two of my two of my three kids are wrestlers, and the one kid who didn't wrestle would have been the best wrestler uh, out of all three. Hey, we got to get to some questions because we got some questions coming in. But oh, I want to say that, uh, well, because I want to be respectful of your time too. Uh, well, we're already two hours in. Well, I say here now. Well, not quite. All right, an hour thirty-six. I like to call it a normal. That, this is me. You have to come back. Would you come back? Is this a good enough podcast to come back on? One hundred percent. Hey, uh, real quick, Fred is your guy when you want to bet. Now uh, get at the no sweat first bet bonus when you uh, with a qualifying bet of twenty dollars or more will be matched with a Fred bet up to one hundred and five dollars. If it loses, just use the promo code Rush. Basketball season is back and better than ever with Betfred's new trade a promo. Every week, one lucky Wednesday game will be selected as the trade a game of the week, where you could get a Fred bet on every three pointer made by the top scorer. Terms and conditions do apply. Must be twenty one plus. Wagers only accepted in the states where Betfred does business, and you can uh, find those at BetFredSports.com. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Connor Orr is an NIL expert and a registered sports agent. Connor is also focused on corporate and personal injury litigation in both Nebraska and Iowa. He can work with you on your business planning, estate planning, and real estate transactions. Call Connor today. He's going to be at the podcast here in the next couple weeks. We need to talk NIL. 402-408-6488 or visit Orr and Horrigan uh, website. Husker Hounds. Christmas blowout sales going on right now. We've been talking to Scotty uh, the last couple of weeks. Select items of uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, glassware, and volleyball gear up to 50% off. Get uh, the new spring apparel, which will be coming in February 2024. will be Husker Hound's 29th year in business. Two locations in the Omaha area, the Superstore at 84th and Center and out west at 171st in Lakeside right Hills Plaza. That's right. That's, a, <laughs> that's it. And our friends at Centris Federal Credit Union are 128,000 members strong. They have 15 locations in Nebraska and Iowa, and 2024 is their 90th year of serving members and their banking needs. Find out more at centrusfcu.org, federally insured NCUA. All right, we got some questions that came in through email and through Twitter. Owen, what's our first? What's our questions there, buddy? The first question comes from Jeff, uh, Jeff Gambino. You see him on Twitter quite a bit. Uh, number one question here, thoughts on getting a big-time O-line trans- from Transfer Portal, especially left tackle with Teddy's history of injuries. What happens if he's out again? Will it be a freshman? That's the first question. That's going to be a freshman. I don't think they're going to get a big-time O-line portal guy this year. Okay. O-line portal guys, I mean, talk about a rarity. It is so hard to get a good portal guy on the O-line. Unless you're Colorado, because they actually think that they they just got to 10 wins all of a sudden. (laughs) Well, that's every year for the last 
18 months. <laughs> Sorry, that was super bad math right there. Um, he caught himself I, real time, though. Which I, I, I love Teddy. Um, I would love to see Teddy fully healed up, fully healthy. Let's see what he can do. The last two years have been rough. I'm, I'm with you. It's been rough. I'm a big TP fan, though. I love Teddy because, okay, number one, nicest human being on the planet. Yep, great guy. Great guy. Amazing athlete. Can't you hear the fan base, though? Doesn't make him lie. I, <laughs> and nice I get it. Get him healthy. Let's see, see what even he, you know the fan base. Yeah, did, it's I just it. let's get him healthy and see what he can do. After that, there you go. But I mean, from a portal standpoint, God, not o, o, o line is one of the few areas where it's not like you, dude. Everybody like portal quarterbacks, dime a dozen. I know. Wide receivers, running backs, well, DBs, Nebraska just got a running back and got a wide receiver. Edge yeah, guy, edge roll guys. Out the red carpet? I, I don't get that. I don't get that. I really don't. The kid from Oregon, he barely played. Dado. Kid from forget from Texas, injured a lot. I mean, you can be happy about it, but until you play, I don't care. Well, and that's the thing is that also like I've been kind of on the whole portal thing. The oh my gosh, we just got a five star kid from Alabama. I'm like, okay, hold on. He was five stars three years ago. <laughs> There is a reason yeah, he's he never portal. played he's at Alabama. Yeah. There is a reason he never played at Ohio State, and he's in the portal now. But anyway, God, you guys o- O-line. That's 8 and 10% beer. We're I'm up. a little disappointed that. <laughs> Jeez, what are you disappointed in? That he hasn't gotten to the next that question. four packs, dude. He, the, you guys are getting it in. Weak effort. We got to step this shit up. Blame my son. He's the one who went. I, Owen's <laughs> outside of me. He's the only sober one in this room, unless he dabbled he, no, it's, behind it's, the curtain. It's, it's dry January for him. Oh, nice. Weak Good effort. Bro. Good anyway, bro. um, quitter. Rehabits <laughs> <laughs> for quitters. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I will go. I, I I will die on the hill that like when it comes to portal. O-line is the hardest position to get solid guys at in the portal. I agree. They stay where they're at, or they're going to go to a surefire national title. I agree. Those those FCS guys, they're going to go to Alabama. By the way, they're South, go South to Georgia. State beat uh, Montana today. They're so good up front. Oh, my I, God. I think was... SDSU fan, right? Yes. That was a tough one to yes. watch. I got to be honest with you because I'm a big. I S- know with Chris Walker and Forbes, Dude, and I know I love FCS. I love D two. Me too. That was tough to watch because that was a tough game. I and slowly I'll, watched SDSU take. They are what NDSU so used good. to do to them, yeah. and like they don't. They stop which the and, run which, and they run. They're so good up front. Which when you said what SDSU used to do to them, NDSU. 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 Yeah. Have another beer. I should have another beer. No, we shouldn't. No. My nephew's there. I feel (laughs) bad now. Um, That was two years ago. I know. We're talking about a two-year span. I know. Where South Dakota State has turned into basically... They're so good along the D-line. They just led the nation stopping the run two years in a row. Like, you just can't move the ball. Yeah. It's... I, told, so I said that this today. on Twitter, you know, AJ Forbes is going to play. He's going to get paid to play. And yeah. his O line for Montana is over. His O line is overwhelmed. Way, 
which by the way, so you got Chris Walker, you got AJ Forbes, Lincoln East, Bellevue West. Genitone, mm-hmm. <sighs> don't forget North Platte. Oh, he's just playing special teams, but I get well, yeah. It's I want to see Genitone and Lincoln bad. Me too. That the being said, that being said, actually, I'd, I would like to see Genitone pull the whole Hutmacher thing and wrestle and wrestle too. Hey, do you remember him against Cole in state? Oh, only a little bit. Hover, oh my god, the younger Kate's little brother. Oh my god, and talk about bad. Genitone like took his warm up off, and I was like, "Oh, it's like you didn't even be year. Man- okay." Trent's and he had got just got here, so nobody really knew. Like Jenna, it was he. I was. Like, you just needed Whoa. to look at a picture of Vince Genitone. Your testosterone levels would triple. Uh, and Cole was my guy too. I yeah. was like, that's how I knew. I was like, yeah, okay, Cole, you're just you're tough. Like you're overmatched, but you hung in there. Like yeah, Genitone no. was a monster. But no, it's it's one of those things where I look G- at good that. Good to and see. Like, let Travis get to only AJ one question. For- AJ Forbes should have been Is Nebraska center the, the yeah. last two years. Chris Walker should have been Nebraska's starting left tackle the last two years. That's hard to say, but because I didn't see his like his body change, but I know he kicked our tail in high school. Ooh, yes. Chris Walker was a I bad, saw it. He's a bad boy. Lincoln East, baby. Spartans. I'm a Spartan. Remember how they used to pull him and they would run like QB sweep? Yeah. Walter's older brother. Oh, oh my God. It was brutal. And little Makovica. I was like, ooh. Brutal. Is there a little Makovica Yeah, see, it. so it was uh it was Joel and Jeff's nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So it was their sister's son. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, another question. Uh, okay. Let's see. This one. Let's uh, let's go with. Uh, why do you think? Oh, this one comes from Jim. Uh, by the way, why do you think Tony White has only brought in one Stefan Thompson of his former Syracuse players over the last two off seasons from the portal? What would you like to see? What would you, or yeah, sorry, what would you like to see Emmett Johnson do better next year? Uh, the first one is, I think, f- so for T. White, remember, he's the coach that Babers let say goodbye to his team. So even though he took the job at Nebraska, Babers brought him back in to say, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to give you the opportunity to say goodbye to your guys, whatever. Been through them through COVID. So, I say that because he was so he was he's well respected in the program. He was a Babers guy, and I know they've since changed coaches, but it's still Tony White's personality. I don't think he wanted to pillage Syracuse for the sake of coming to Nebraska. And maybe I think, Syracuse players aren't good enough to play in Nebraska. Well, that's the kind of the obvious, but <laughs> but yes, I mean let's just. But he but so that defense two years so that, that defense but... two years ago was top twenty against the run. It was so they got some fellas. It was. They had a couple of all conference guys. I think it's more out of respect the than ACC it is. Sucks. I know, right? Yeah. It does not suck. I, I think Dude. it's more out of respect. And then what I want to see from from Emmett is he you know he's a little undersized, right? He's so he's kind well, of no. A, I'll give you that. On he's that, a, he's a fifteen to eighteen touch guy, so he's got he's got a mature a little bit 
Um, but I think he'll be fine. I th- actually think he's better than people give him credit for. All right, one more. We get because Damon's got to get out of here. I told him two hours. We're well, at one forty-six. We could go three, but <laughs> we won't. And oh I my god, we back. could do like a couple of three we could, hours. We could bring we you back. Well, you come back? Things. Things. Yeah. Okay. Whenever, like, I like this is good. You guys are good. <laughs> Have you told stories here that you haven't told before? A uh, couple. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one we'll more do off. this last question. This is kind of a fun one. This one's from David. And I'm going to put a little caveat on, on this, and I'm going to uh, keep it just to beer. Uh, but if you have an exceptional liquor one. But what is the highest alcohol content by volume that you have drank? Oh, boy. Like You're for a beer? beer? Yeah. yeah. I think Loose Morals for me, that was about 14%. Yeah, I got to ask. So you know our guy, Jason Werner. Yeah. So Jason, Syracuse, Nebraska guy, lives in Pennsylvania now. So, great, great state. They got the Steelers. Okay. Hey, do you remember Shark, Tyler Razan? Oh, yeah. I j- so, so Shark. Did you know he just sent me a Ralston hoodie? Nice. I like TZ. I like, good dude. Great dude. Anyway, so one of his high school classmates is a buddy of mine who is a craft beer aficionado junkie. Hardcore. So... He like every year he'll 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 bring out I'm like he does like a couple of trips out to visit family or married a Pennsylvania gal was out there now Stillers there you go love them <laughs> great helmets best I'm ever pretty sure the Eagles got beat tonight black and gold they uh, it is really it's kind of hard to complain I gotta Stop. be honest with you okay from a family standpoint from a family ownership. Hard to complain about the Steelers. <laughs> anyway, so Damon's on the phone texting. I'm going to be at dinner. I swear right. to God. So Jason Roughly. and I, we we trade. We we give each other beer. So he sends us insane amounts of beer. If you only he knew how much ship, beer was delivered to my office, he will ship I, I, beer out to us. Like we're talking like two hundred dollars shipping charges worth of beer. It's insane. <laughs> anyway, so. I, so he ships us out a bunch getting, of beer at a pound. I like Dude, like like I'm like I posted on Twitter. We're drinking it on the podcast. All this stuff. Is it funny the, that he called the beer loose morals? Like that, no, that was that actually was the name of it. Dude, if you go listen to our loose morals podcast, this was what four or five years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. We got fucked up. It was uh, Benson. It was Benson Brewery. It, no, it was Infusion. It was Infusion. Infusion. Okay, so Infusion Brewery. They had a beer. They had a beer called Loose Morals, and it was like fourteen percent alcohol by volume. And we drank like a half gallon. We were. Mess. So, so they, what do they call those growlers? Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 provided us a growler. So the last beer so, that I had out of a growler came from Infusion. It was on Thanksgiving. Creed had just come out. I went to go watch Creed. It was snowing. Wait, when was this? It's whenever Creed came out. So four, five years ago, maybe. Wait, hold on. Creed. Creed, like the original, like Apollo Sun. With my oh, oh, I movie, thought you were talking about not, the musical group. I'm, I'm thinking like, the musical group. Our, our, our arms wide open. I'm like, I'm like, dude, the that, news was today. Like, that was like 23 years <laughs> ago, oh, so buddy. My own so prison. live in Lincoln. So, so to Owen, I, I'm a big my own prison guy. But so we stopped at Infusion just because we wanted to go out. And they 
put vanilla be- This is when vanilla, vanilla bean, bean first kind of hit. And I don't even like yeah. vanilla bean. Not I at all. Like, so all I said, <laughs> I walk into a beer place and I was like, I don't like beer. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, what do you drink? <laughs> it's like, oh, anything that doesn't taste like beer. And they're like, oh, how about vanilla? So I was like, okay. So by the time like I'd gotten ready for bed, the growler was gone of vanilla bean. And I just that's just how I knew, like, okay. Different beer hits differently because I always wondered how people could sit around and drink like eight, 10, 12. Like we used to watch Ogard and Dishman and those guys just, they would drink beers before they got them cold. If I gave him Coors Light here, he thinks it's water. He'll drink a 12 See, that's pack of Coors Light. Like, that's, that's Gatorade That's what for I'm me. saying. That's I was like, Gatorade. so how do you just sit around and drink 144 ounces and feel like, oh, I'm Nothing good. Like you feel like <laughs> sluggish, right? You know, so, that was, that was Gatorade for fusion, Ogard. I was like, Ooh, this kind of. If you notice, I've had three, and I'm milking them. He's drank. He drinks them all very. Uh, I'm. I'm listening to his speech. (laughs) It's gotten a little, a little slower, slower, and it's a little slurred. (laughs) And my favorite is I'm a big body language guy, so I'm watching TJ listen to you, and he's like. (laughs) (laughs) He's waiting for you to get it out. It's like it's great. uh, Okay. So we Here did we this. Go. So Travis and I did this podcast, and Infusion was one of our sponsors at the time. Yeah. So we had this growler. There, be, it was literally called Loose Morals. Oh, I get it. I'm telling you, like, and it was like, if there was what, like an 14, apocalypse, yeah, and I had to get dropped off in like one area of the city and function, yeah, I'm going to Benson. Oh, right there! I, I could you. get my thrift clothes. Yeah. They got they got a couple of great. Get your free health care. They got a couple of great restaurants. One world's right there. There's a bakery on the corner. It's got the most eclectic people. Uh, and so and I know people everything. may take like Midtown or or Blackstone or something. You, got you call me a bit. Technically, I'm a Bensoner. You I'm know that, going, right? I'm yeah. going to the Benson area. Like it's they anyway, got everything you need. Anyway, this inf- anyway the loose morals. Holy smokes! It was like fourteen. It, out, it was like. 14% alcohol by volume. And I got to be honest with you. We did, what, like an hour and a half podcast? I think you slept in the basement for a little bit. I got a question. I don't okay. remember two-thirds of the podcast. See, I think... So, blood alcohol level is relative to your weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because when I look at you, I you're too big to be buzzed off of Dude, this juice. Dude, these are juice. 10%. That's, he's... 270 pounds. Yeah, that's probably about right. Like, you should be able to have 30. No, no, no. That's not Coors Light. That's not Coors Light. Coors you Light. You drink all the time. Like, I'm looking at this going like, okay, the pumpkin barrel See, ale When this is over, is you're 10%. going to leave right away. He's going to stay and have dinner with us. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm gonna, we're going to go do so he did, food tonight. He, he did send me a message to him. He goes, I'll be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Travis was on that. You were on the same line. You were See, on the same text. Is this thread. is this the most odd podcast you've ever done? Yeah, never. I, I like this is <laughs> the first. I, no, I'm, but I mean, I'm the, floored. But that was but a this great the thing. But that was I kind of like it though. It's like, I, kind I, I of like it. Yeah, I like like, like I definitely. This is the most this. you've been yourself probably ever on air. Pretty natural. Like yeah. it's yeah. okay. Like I I'm cool. The whole and basement. It's, all it's homie. No, you are loose morals. 
You know, You're that is Rob's loose. He doesn't have loose morals. I have loose morals. So the thing about you this don't guy have is loose morals. You just don't care about people. I don't. Not at all. Not at <laughs> so is that all. Back there laughing. <laughs> His own like son is that? like laughing oh. back there. Owen's <laughs> back there laughing. He must have scored points off. earlier by saying OJ was the smartest, so he could laugh and say that he has no morals. Dude, I just said Owen doesn't. I just said Travis doesn't care about people. And, and the first thing laughed. I hear is Owen bursting out laughing. See, that's that authenticity. Yeah, Let people know what they're getting. See, and, and that's what I like. And Damon, you have successfully been the longest podcast we've ever done on the Doctor. Oh, podcast. Well, anytime you guys want. Seriously, I, I think we need to have you back for the season. I yeah, mean, you can ask me. Like, I'll go there. You can ask me anything. I trust yeah, you. I, I, I mean. This was we didn't cover a lot. We really could have got another hour. Yeah. Um, I feel like we barely scratched. We the surface barely scratched here. the surface. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. Please do so. Uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcast, on Amazon, on iHeart, on Podbean, share this with people. We just like to have real conversations. Yep. That's what we like to do is Appreciate just have it. real conversations. Speaking of Owen Justice, if you have not uh, downloaded his album Upstream yet, download the album. It's incredible. It's great music. If you are booking music in Kearney and North Platte and in Columbus and Norfolk, if you uh, run live music out of your locations, uh, go to owenjusticemusic.com and uh, get a concert uh, on the books because you won't be disappointed uh, in the music that he brings, live and original music. For Damon Benning, for Dr. Rob Zadiska, I'm Travis Justice. Thank you so much for listening to the Doc Talk Podcast presented by Betfred Sports.